0: This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. Friends, how many of us 77 WABC. Standing in the rain with his head hung low. Couldn't get a ticket. It was a sold out show. Superbox Hero by 928 on your hump day Wednesday morning. Got to know Daniel Nigro pretty good over the last year or so, and I love him. This guy was the FDNY commissioner for a long time, was really pressed into service in a big way back on 9-11, and uh, really is the epitome of what firefighters are all about, service. My next-door neighbor back in Rockaway, Billy Felton, is a great fireman, great fireman. Uh, so lately it has not gone well for this department. Lately, the last couple of days, under their new commissioner, Laura Kavanaugh, in fact, Daniel was with his son-in-law yesterday, I'll tell you about it, at a promotion ceremony, and the booze came raining down like Republicans and Joe Biden last night. Here he is, the very brave and tremendous New Yorker, former FBNY commissioner, my friend Daniel Nigro. Good morning, Danny, how are you?
1: Good morning, my friend. How are you, Sid?
0: I'm great. First of all, congratulations, a hearty congratulations to your son in law being promoted yesterday deputy chief. That is not a small thing. That's a big deal. So let's start right there. How proud were you yesterday?
1: Uh he's a he's really a great firefighter, fire officer. He's beloved by his by the members that have worked with him and for him. And uh it is a great achievement to reach that rank of deputy chief. It's the last promotion exam uh in the fire department cycle from lieutenant captain battalion chief and now deputy chief and uh he lives right across the street from me i see him every day and cool. uh, his children up were so proud yesterday uh, it, it was despite everything going on it was it was a, a great day for those
0: people being promoted well i'm happy for you and your family but you did just say dan despite What's going on? And and Kavanaugh, who replaced you, you retired after an amazing one. Uh, Laura Kavanaugh replaced you. Seemed like most of the folks liked her. I will tell you I had private conversations, which are now not private, with firefighters who weren't thrilled with her. And now they're really going after her. She demoted a bunch of folks. We'll get to the specifics of what she did a couple of days ago. But for her to be at this service with you and your son-in-law yesterday and get booed, A little embarrassing, or what were your thoughts?
1: Uh, It it was uncomfortable. You know, the members are never at a loss for expressing themselves um, loudly, uh, and they did that yesterday. Um, They're mercurial. You know, things can change uh, rather quickly, Uh, attitudes, depending on uh, the way the wind is blowing in the department. (laughs) I wasn't shocked, but um, I, I think the important part is, uh, the health of the department, and how can we uh, how can we make this better? you know how, how do we address the issue and uh, and move on so the department is back to uh, running smoothly?
0: Yeah, I don't want to get to that and exactly what happened two days ago, but I have to tell you, Dan, that John Hodgins, when he gets up there, and of course, a very decorated FDNY chief of Department, John, you know, John, I'm sure, for many, many, many years, When he gets up there and he gets this sustained applause, this is like a middle finger basically to Kavanaugh. That's what that was yesterday. So even that, I would imagine, for a guy I'm sure you like very much, even that had to be uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, it it is. You know, the way I feel, I like all of the players here. You know, Laura's a friend. Jack Hodgins, John Esposito are, you know, amazingly talented chiefs, good men. Um, I, I could never say a bad word about them. I think you know it's unfortunate that it got to this point where people are um, on you know, opposing sides here. And I think again, the public doesn't have to worry. You know, all the men and women in the department that are, are staffing our fire engines and fire trucks and our, our ambulances are responding this morning and will respond as they have for 158 years. That's not a problem. Um i I think what we need to do is, is heal the department now. We need these people at the top to get together and say, yeah. hey, what what caused this? and how do we mm. how do we fix it? right you know, how do we get back to work? We need we need you know, understand Jack Hodgins and John Esposito are still in their positions. you know, they've submitted the letter, but they're still chief of department and chief of operations, and they will respond to fires as they have. And, and do what they have to do, and I think we just need you know Laura and and Jack and and John to get together and say uh, you know this was a this was a bad situation. Can we can we fix it? Um, you know I'm not in a position to uh, uh, to mediate this, but that's what I would encourage.
0: If you were still commissioner, and this is not a shot at Laura, not a shot at Laura at all, all right. But if you were commissioner, Dan Nigro, the odds of this happening. Slimpton on? Well,
1: I, you know, I had my
0: ups and downs as commissioner. Sometimes,
1: you know, I, I had, I was chief of operations, I was chief of department, you know, and I was commissioner. I know all of these roles very well. And sometimes the commissioner has to make decisions, you know, you have a, a path that you want to follow. And maybe, you know, some people on your staff don't see it the way you do. The staff chief positions are appointed, you know, they're at the pleasure of the fire commissioner. And um, sometimes you have to make changes. So that part – and I I really don't think Jack uh, Hodgins or John Esposito um, took a stand on that, the commissioner's right to do these things. I think it was – they felt they didn't have the input they should have had. And and I I feel perhaps, you know, calmer heads can prevail and and this can be – yeah, just be fixed. I hope it can. You know, yeah, and, and I know
0: anyway. that they, they were mad. They were kind of left out of the discussions. Now, for folks that don't know what happened here, the new FDNY commissioner who replaced the man on the phone right now, my friend Dan Nigro, Laura Kavanaugh, she says her contention is I'm tired of it. I don't want to hear about more money, nicer cars enough already. I mean, I don't know if, if these numbers are ever real accurate, Dan, because police numbers aren't always accurate. Biden's numbers last night were not close to being accurate. But I've heard that the fire deaths are up this year. And she's like, wait a second. I'm not going to reward these people when the numbers are up. I think that's her contention, and that's why she started demoting people. Is that what you've heard?
1: No, I think – I'm not sure what the numbers are. I think the, the three people that were demoted, whatever the you know the reasons are, I, I think it goes probably goes back a little while. And uh, I, I certainly can't fault her for that because that is the right of the commissioner to – um, direct the department as she sees fit based on, you know, the mayor hired her to, uh, um, to move forward, whatever the mayor's agenda may be. And, um, you know, she's not their union president. When you're the commissioner, you're, you answer to the membership and you answer to the more than 8 million people that live here. So you have a dual role. Um, I think Laura, and I, I don't think, I know Laura cares deeply about the department. There's no doubt about that. Um, so I do believe maybe I'm too much of an optimist that um, we can get on the right track again and and move forward. I, I would like to see uh, Chief Hodgins and chief Esposito continue in their position because they uh, they're very good at what they do and um, things move forward. So you know I, I understand the frustration involved on both sides it can get, um, it can get heated, and this is, you know, unusual that it reached this level.
0: But I was going to say, this, this doesn't happen often. It doesn't happen like when you were commissioner 20-something years, getting back to nine eleven. Maybe this happened. Did you have to demote folks? Was there a time when – I know people you get know. angry with you, but
1: – You have to move people around. They're not happy with, uh, with these moves at all. Um, maybe they choose to retire if, if you are, are moving them because you don't see them as being the right person for uh, the position that they're in. Uh, you know, like I say, I go back uh, more than 53 years now in the department. It's been a, you know, it's been my second family and part of my life. Uh, things happen over the course of, of time that appear unsolvable. You know, this disagreements between uh, management and, uh, and the unions or the chiefs and the commissioner. And um, they can they can be a time of healing, and I hope there will be. Well, two
0: more let you run. This is a fascinating conversation, and I know this is difficult for you, Dan, because you know all the players, and you don't want to upset anybody. I get it, but you're doing a really good job of explaining this. Is there could there be a winner here? In other words, uh, could the could it get to the point where Laura, Laura Kavanaugh goes enough of this? I'm not doing it, and uh, all these guys really make her life so miserable. That she wants out is that a possibility, or do you think whether it's the mayor he actually appointed her getting involved, or somebody else that they have to figure this out? Is there any way that the mutiny can possibly win?
1: Well, I, I, the only way is you know if the mayor would didn't support uh, the commissioner, but I'm sure he does, and, you know she's a, she's a very strong. He, he actually person. did.
0: He actually did. Dan it's come out yesterday and publicly support her. Yes.
1: Yeah, and and. Gee, you know, she's certainly not a, a weak person. She wouldn't be in the position she's in. She wouldn't be um, a fire commissioner after working for the department, you know, for eight years and and um, and moving up the ladder as she did on the civilian side. And um, I think the winner has to be the members of the department and the people of the city. Um, and I think the parties involved here need to see that. Um, uh, they can't win or lose. They can only cause the the uh, department to win and the city to win by trying to um, reconcile their differences and get back to work.
0: All right, last one. This is a crazy scenario, but I like doing stuff like this, Dan. That's why I think you like this show. Laura decides I've had enough. I'm done. And they need somebody to run the department until they bring in the next person. What Dan Nigro, Put the uniform on, one more time.
1: <laughs> I, I don't think that's uh, the likelihood of that is uh, somewhere between slim and none. <laughs> okay, <laughs> uh, I'm dedicated to the department, and I would always, you know, I, yeah. I would do whatever I, I had to do. But I, I really would like to see uh, Laura Kavanaugh continue as commissioner, and and these uh, chiefs continue in their positions, and um, and the department benefit from the expertise of all three of them in their particular areas. So uh, let's hope for the best.
0: I agree. Once again, hey Dan, congratulations on the promotion for your son-in-law, your family. It was a great day yesterday for the Nigros and for New York. It really was. And I'm with you. I hope that Kavanaugh, the mayor, and these other fine gentlemen who you mentioned work this thing out because uh, we need you guys to be at your best every day, which you guys certainly are. Dan Nigro, I love you, man. Thank you so much.